Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amittai, saying, Go at once to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah set out to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid his fare and went on board to go with them to Tarshish, away from the presence of the Lord. Too many times in my life I've known where I'm supposed to go. I just don't want to go there. Like Jonah, God's call at those moments is clear. And like Jonah, my response is a resounding, hell no, I ain't doing that. I run the other way. I stay silent. I sit on my butt and I wait for others to do the work. I tremble in my fears and succumb to the rationalizations and lies I tell myself about how everything will be all right, especially when racism, white supremacy, and all their associated violence are concerned. What is keeping me in the belly of a whale when I should be marching to Nineveh? What is keeping us, the church, silent when we should be speaking God's truth? The Lord has told the church, especially us white members of the church, to speak God's truth in love to those in the grip of the systemic sin of white supremacy. But like Jonah, we don't want to go there. We struggle with upsetting white comfort. We struggle submitting to black power over and over again. We center whiteness in our church, our communities, our stories. We ignore or rewrite our history and we succumb to our fears. The Lord has told us where to go and what to say. It's time for us to step out onto the road to Nineveh. This season on Racial Heresy, we confront the barriers, excuses, and reasons, both mine and the church's, unpacking what is keeping us out of Nineveh and how we all might transform our inner Jonah into a racial heretic. The second question is black power and white submission, right? Oh, this second question. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, right. No, like the, the, for the episode, right? Like that was, yo, I completely missed that segue, man. It completely, it was perfect, man. And I'm going to leave that in because, right. uh, you know, hey, you got me, man. I was completely, but yes, the second question. Yeah. Like, so I'm, I like, I am, I'm here and, and maybe this is a lot more natural way to get at things. Right. But like, I'm here and I recognize, like I am made uncomfortable about the idea of you helping me. Uh, right. Like, like, right. That that's just, that's somehow wrong or unnatural and at, at lots of levels. Right. Like j there's a sort of general sexist stereotypes of men and, and the, all the expectations have been layered on me as, as, as a, as a former Marine, as a, as a priest, you know, as a man, uh, I, all of, as rich, you know, middle-class, upper middle-class, all of the socio, all of that, you know, is sort of, well, I'm, I'm not supposed to need help. Right. And, right. and in and amongst all of that and interwoven with lots of that, right. Is that <laughs> I'm supposed to be helping black people, right? Like they're not supposed to be helping me. Right. Like at, at, at all sorts of ways, right. They're sort of the, well, you you've suffered and you've done enough and and like your people have been trying to teach my people for you know hundreds of years and we've never paid attention and so it's wrong as a good liberal it's just wrong you know there's <laughs> right. the uh -huh. there's the 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 more violent white supremacist sort of idea of just you just distrust of black people and and they're not and 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 they're not as capable and as smart as I am anyway so 
it's not really that great to get help from them to begin with. Right? I mean, you know, all of these these strange truths that have been taught to me all these years, and and here I am, like embodying and and getting confronted with it all at the same time while I try and ask for help, I guess, or, or have this conversation. Yeah, you know, it's um. <laughs> I'm glad you named that, you know, like, um, I appreciate you naming that in the sense of, um, like not for me. Right. Cause what does it mean for me? Right. Uh, you're my brother. Of course, I'm going to, you know, love you the best way I can. Yeah. Um, but from the standpoint of understanding that that's what we're dealing with. Right. Yeah. Like, because the biggest problem, like as I look at my, my career in the church mm-hmm. right now, the biggest problem is a black man telling white folks something like by nature of a black man telling white folks something, the audacity, Yeah, you know, like if black thought, especially Mm. when that black thought does not conform to what white thought has deemed. Okay. Right. Right. And so we never get into a conversation over the theology at play, for instance, mm-hmm. in in this idea of black power, you know, when we talk about black power and submission, in this idea of black power, the idea that blackness created in the Imago Dei is equal to whiteness created in the Imago Dei, brownness created in the Imago Dei, so on and so forth, created in the Imago Dei, right? Mm-hmm. If that is the case, then... Why should one have power over another? Yeah. Shouldn't both have power? Well, and you shouldn't. And shouldn't that power, because when we talk about submission, the only way we have power is because we have access to power through he who alone is power. And if I access power the same way you access power, who is God, how in the hell could it be that I can't have a thought that you don't think is okay. Yeah. It it's it's incredibly convicting when we when we lay out what we what is actually like the impact and the and the theological like twists and and pretzel that gets created when we identi- when I identify like oh my gosh like it, it, it's pointing to the fact of where where this what power am I talking about? Because it's not the power of God that I'm exercising, right? right? That, that's a problem here. And and what power am I recognizing or not recognizing in other people? And where am I drawing that 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 strength from? And what power am I exercising? And what does it mean that I am exercising a power that comes from someone other than God? So now I'm an agent of the state. I'm an agent of the system. I'm an agent of of a nation. Right. I mean, that's just that's just wrong on so many levels. And it's and it's my like it's my physical reality right now. Like I you know, I can tell the sort of the way I've been the way I'm responding to the way I because of the way I've been taught about I'm not supposed to need help and 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 I'm not supposed to submit and and to to who and to what am I submitting and I mean all of that stuff mutual yeah it's just it's all over the map instead of at the foot of the cross right but you see it's it's like like with that struggle right 
that you talk about. Thanks mm -hmm. be to God, right? Because I believe everyone has that struggle. Yeah. I believe intuitively, you know, men struggle taking advice from women, if we're honest, you know? Mm -hmm. Intuitively, whites have struggles taking advice from blacks. Yeah. And so if that is the case, and we can hopefully admit that that is wrong, that that's, I mean, if we, if, if, if we're all equal in the eyes of God, then why can't you take advice or counsel or whatever from from me? Mm -hmm. You know, right. if we can admit on a basic level that that is wrong, then should we not engage intentionally in ways that forces us to transcend that sort of reaction? Yeah. Meaning, yeah. meaning, mm -hmm. if I have a problem. If I have a problem listening to a woman, if I have a problem listening to a person of color, let me put myself in submission to that person. A godly one, God willing, you know, and and, and, and then we get into notions of what we call is godly and so on and so forth. But hopefully we understand that as, okay, it's rooted in the gospel. And even if I, especially when I don't like it, it's right there playing in the gospel type godliness. Right. Um, and put ourselves in that sort of submission because only that, only putting ourselves in that sort of position will enable us to have the sort of humility that would allow us to repent. Hmm. Yeah. How do, how do we incarnate that and really bring into life um, in the church, not just in our own lives, um, to be able to recognize that and to incarnate those new relationships, um, you know, I, I, what is it? I mean, some would say, some would say that's what we're doing as the Episcopal church. You know, we got a, we got Bishop Curry. He is the black presiding Bishop. The whole church is quote unquote in submission under a black presiding Bishop. And so therefore there, you know, white, whites are in submission to black power. Okay. You know, some, some would make that argument. I don't know if you're trying to tee me up, or, or if you remember this, or if you don't remember why, but right. So the the diocese of Virginia, the Episcopal Diocese of Virginia, right, the sort of unifying, governing ecclesial body of the Episcopal Church of the United States in Virginia, the that I'm a member of, right. We had a group of people that we sent to our national conference, at the General Convention of the Episcopal Church, um, and at that conference, Presiding Bishop Curry, right, he says the way of love. Here it is. Here are these priorities for the coming year. I just want you to, to report back. And so our deputation votes unanimously to say, yes, this is what our church should do. We should adopt these. It's beautiful. Comes back to our local, our diocesan convention, our governing body, and says, we unanimously support going forward with this, following Bishop Curry, sending him a report that says, hey, this is what we're doing, just to let him know what's going on, right? And, and we, as a body, we don't adopt that and say, yeah, this is what we're going to do. We amend it, right? And we say, we encourage everybody to do this way of love, and, and the way of love is really important. We aren't going to be reporting anything, right? We're, we're not going to be required in that same way. Um, yeah, we're, just, we're not going to do that. We're just not going to do that part. <laughs> you know, I... You know, that's a lot to me. That to me, I, I guess I'm uber conservative on these types of things. 
to me, that's a larger problem in the Episcopal Church than than just the, the blackness of the presiding bishop. That's something I scream about at executive council all the time, that the, the executive council, the 815 level, the national church level does its thing, and it never connects with the diocese because none of the bishops, none of the diocese ever want to really embrace the stuff, so who cares? No. And the diocese do their thing, and it never connects with the national church. But we claim to be apostolic. Like, yeah, we no, ain't been apostolic for a long time. Submission and authority. Um, yeah, exactly. So that's why I say that's a larger problem than just the fact that the presiding bishop is black. That's a problem with our belief in apostolicity and, 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 and ecclesiology and, and a whole lot of things, right? Like... The, the the fact that the presiding bishop is black doesn't make it any better, you know, because he, 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 it's going to be the same thing. It is always the same thing that we did with, with even Obama. We like to smile and pretend that we love the presiding bishop, but we really don't care about black people or black issues. I mean, look, Bishop Curry will be here this weekend. As mm-hmm. we record this episode, Bishop Curry is, 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 is in town, in this diocese. This diocese, Central Florida, would, Florida will be celebrating... Uh, it's revival and saying yes to Jesus, and they're advertising that the that the um you know royal wedding priest is going to be in town, and Amen. you know this it's full to the rafters, and Woo-hoo. you know the the they they rented out First Baptist Orlando, and the and the whole arena is going to be full for this wow. for this presentation, sold out, and all of these people going to smile and love to pretend like they love a black man. But, and I know people could say, oh, it's you. That could be true. But again, none of them have ever talked to me about any of my ideas. None of them can say that my ideas are wrong. And we live in a church where Bishop Spong was allowed to believe that the resurrection ain't happened. Mm-hmm. So why do I get Kaepernicked for my beliefs? And then with that as the setting, my reality, right? We see, oh, we love the presiding bishop. Well, because him coming is going to draw people and you're going to get more membership and potential to bring in more money and resources and attention on the diocese and so on and so forth. But if he were to hold you accountable to, forget me, to race and justice, racial justice, to doing anything about stand your ground legislation here in in Florida, to addressing any of the homelessness and poverty issues that are rampant in Central Florida, to doing anything about, you know, all of the disparities that exist in, in, in all walks of life in Central Florida, and to engage in the life of the people in a meaningful way. If he were to say that to them, they wouldn't do it. I'll tell you even more. And I told them, like, you're going to petition to Bishop Curry for money for racial justice work. Mm-hmm. When right now you are doing nothing for racial justice. Yeah. Right now you have no budget allotted to racial justice. You have decreased your budget for racial justice, you know, every year. Right. But because we want to look like we support the black bishop and we want to say that we are doing his priorities. So the diocese may not be as bad just being honest and saying we're not doing the priorities. 
but we're going to say that we support and embrace the black presiding bishop and prove it, quote unquote, by petitioning the national church for money in order to do something that we had no commitment of our own resources to do. So what does it mean to submit to black authority, to black power? Mm-hmm. And do whites really submit or do they just give lip service to that submission? So that and and there are those ways and opportunities writ large and small, right? Like how in my own congregation, my own parish, right? How do we um, ensure our exercise of authority Right. How do we um, how do we submit in in the exercise of our authority as a parish to um, the black members of our parish? Right. Like, okay, if if we've got one black member on the vestry. Right. Is that is that sufficient? Are we are we just tokenism kind of running something by him? You know, how does that? I mean, imagine what would happen. What, what, What? Let me not even say imagine what would happen. What do you think would happen in your context? And I know your context. I love your people. All Saints, Sharon Chapel, good people. Every church got its issues. You know, I'm sure I'm sure if we were to peel back the layer, there's some, because it's a church. Right. But I had a good time when I was with them. Um, yeah. what, what would happen if a black senior warden was named? And not just any black, like a free black, a free Negro black senior warden were named. Mm-hmm. Like... Like, really imagine what would happen. What do you think? How do you think it would go? You know? Well, so I know we have had a black senior warden before. Um, I certainly am not going to comment on or characterize <laughs> free versus not free right like i feel like that's like that's like a layer maybe that's not my judgment to make right, right, right since right, i'm right, on the right, side right, of the one right. and i don't know the person so you know hey it is what it is but you know i i don't i don't know i mean i don't think i i, I we have problems submitting to authority just as a church in general and 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 so so that kind of exercise, I mean, that kind of free. Um... Yeah, but what would it be to be in an intentional space where where we name it like like how we started and you were able to name it? And I was like, yo, thanks be to God that you were able to name it, not because of what it means for me, but because you can put it there and now we can look at it and wrestle with it. What would it be as a congregation to name it and say, I and people may say, oh, no, Father, we're not going to have problems with that. I bet you we will. No, Let's we, see. We can't even name that, right? And it's not just my parish, but it, 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 any, of right. the, any of the white church, right? Like, we, we, I think we think that we're being thoughtful and, and considerate and thinking about all options and actions and, and that we think yeah, we're being fair and balanced. As a leader, thinking as a leader. You know, again, we talked about we talk about um, well, I talk about um, white clergy who know that they have been convicted by what they have been seeing or by what they have been experiencing, by what they have been reading in scripture and everything else. That they have been convicted and like, I got to do something. But I serve a white context. What can I do? Like. In that position, like 
name it. Like, yes, step out on courage, encourage, and 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 name it and say, I want us to be imp- I, I I want us to wrestle with this. I want mm-hmm. us to, and they'll say, well, it's not here, Father. It doesn't exist, or you know, and 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 you can be like, okay, then God willing, God willing, it doesn't exist. I'd love for us to see. Because it's sure going around in a lot of places where I didn't think it was going to be. I never thought I would see it here. I never thought I would see it there I, in Virginia. I never thought we would see it again in Charlottesville. You know, But clearly it's still here. So bear with me, brothers, sisters, beloved, children of God, bear with me. And let's just make sure that that evil is not in us. And let's intentionally put ourselves in that space. And wrestle. We have known for for decades, generations, and not just my parish, all sorts of parishes, all manner of the entire Episcopal Church, right? Our entire country, economic foundations social foundations, I mean, cultural foundations. We've known every, all of that has rested on the institution of chattel slavery, right? My parish is built, my, my, my church buildings, churches of people, my church buildings are built on land that was donated from farmers in Northern Virginia. <laughs> we have a book from that family written by the, by one of the great, great, you know, grandmothers of that family that has census data in the back of the book that lists that that family, right, that people who were enslaved served that family. So my, I tell you, I, I remember the gated community in the cemetery back there. Yeah. I always love to see those old American churches with the gated community in the cemetery. You know, those, those, those graves that got the gate around them. <laughs> and, and so if, if, if we have known as a parish, if we have known as a diocese, if we have known as a, as a, as a national church, I mean, for generations we've known that our, our properties are built on, on plantations. And, and I, as a leader, have I've kind of named that every once in a while. I've started us using the word plantation, but I haven't, I haven't stepped out and been like, okay, what part of our budget this year is going for reparations? I haven't submitted to historical black authority, right? To the authority that, that those lives lay claim on our current time, let alone contemporary black authority in the presiding bishop. You came and preached. I mean, we, we're not submitting to, to the gospel prophetic word that you brought, right? I don't know. I, I guess I'm at a loss and I, I don't want to end on despair. It's kind of like why, um, you know, some clarity as to why I know I couldn't be at a white church. You know, I tried that, tried it, you know, <laughs> um, but I understand that as even I hesitate because it, 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 it sounds crazy. It sounds arrogant. And I, I, and we're talking to everybody. It's not just me and you, and 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 I cringe at these things, but um, you know, I try to have 
theology that's rooted in the fathers. Mm-hmm. You know, I try I try to stay rooted in the in the, in the church fathers and and mothers. Um, um, that whole period, you know, paternal. I mean, uh, you know, you know, patronistically is called you know you know the church fathers. You know, but um, I try to stay rooted in the church fathers. So I try to stay theologically rooted in the ancient teach apostolic, right? In the teachings of the church. To me, if it's not, a, if we're not talking about race thing, right? Mm-hmm. To me, we should be able to say, Christian to Christian, this is what, this is what Gregory of Nyssa said about slavery and what it does to both master and slave, you know? Like, how can we argue with Gregory Anissa? But because black man brings Gregory Anissa, we dismiss Gregory of Nyssa too, because we dismiss black power, mm. any sort of black authority, any sort of brown authority, any sort of red authority to use those, you know, egregious colors. If it doesn't conform to what white authority has said is okay, we dismiss it. Do we really believe that God gave all knowledge to whiteness? And if we really believe that, how can we ever say that we see the the face of God in God's people? Mm -hmm. And so how do we all put ourselves in positions that force us to wrestle with that. I used to go to a white church until they just recently made it clear that, you know, I can't get no help. Like I can't be authentic there and, and, and get help along my journey to, to hopefully to the kingdom, you know, as I fall and stumble and so on and so forth. So I don't know where I'm going to go. I have no clue, but thankfully there's, white clergy brothers like yourself, there's white bishops that I can talk to, that I can intentionally try to keep myself in relationship, in loving relationship, in submission to white authority as well, even while even while chastising whiteness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it's not about hating white people. It's about white supremacy as a sin. And we all need to get away from white supremacy. To me, when we talk about black power and submission to, to and, and white submission, in the American context, knowing that um, white supremacy is America's original sin, if we repent from white supremacy, that means white submission. Because repent is to turn the opposite direction and walk the opposite way. So how do you intentionally put yourself under white author- black authority, brown authority, whatever, and, allow, and feel that discomfort, as discomforting as it is to even hear me say it, but to feel, imagine feeling that discomfort in living it, and then prayerfully consider what growth you might acquire because you have intentionally put yourself in that space. The fathers would also say the first order of prayer is submission, obedience. Mm. Mm. 
to put yourself in contact with that which you don't want to contact. Well, it, and again, I mean, that that almost brings it back around. I don't have to imagine what that would be like, right? Like the beginning of this conversation was that moment for me, right? When I even just recognizing in, in, in the midst of loving relationship, even to have that inner feelings of, of <laughs> discomfort and wrongness, even as I, I celebrate the su submission itself to still have that experience of, this goes against what I've been taught. Um, and, and I don't know. I mean, there's, there's no, I just sit here. Like it just, it almost seems like a crazy question to ask. Not crazy. Let's let me try that. It, it seems like, it's like, why am I even asking that question? Like mutual submission of, of course. Right. Like, how what do you mean how you you do it you you stop being scared you stop like squirming you stop worrying about you know all of the the feelings well, and all the churn and i wouldn't and, say you stop being scared though bro well, i wouldn't right. say you stop right. being scared i would say you right. face that fear right despite you know? your fear despite right. the the discomfort you you do it and you you get the fullness of that experience of discomfort and you learn I guess I guess what what is helpful to me in hearing from your words and in the words of the the church mothers and fathers of um you know the the first the first part of prayer is submission um that that's an active revelatory place right that that in in being uncomfortable about getting help from a black man about listening to you about going on camera and putting it on the internet so anybody can see in the entire world can see <laughs> and is going to paint me with the same brush they're painting you right anybody in the world any bishop any church any per, any of my parishioners any of my friends can see me taking advice from this 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 angry black man <laughs> right like like crazy 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 you know that that submission is an is an active place of of revelation to me not a passive place of now i'm quiet now i i just sit here and 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 absorb what you have right i'm i am learning about myself and seeing more about what the world has tried to make of me in that submission, um, than I am maybe doing much of anything else. All right. All right. Um, we'll see if we can so, get that to carry over. That would be beautiful, man. Um, the church must be one. There I go on my soapbox about reconciliation, right? Yeah. Oh, it's like, it's funny, man, because I catch it from both angles, right? Like some of the black clergy that I talk with, they're like, man, you further along than me. I don't want to fool with white folks. Like, I'm going to just keep my head down and just stay in my in my community. And I'm like, I don't know how you do that. Like, how can we do that? Mm -hmm. Like, we're supposed to be one. Um, But... You know, if if we are to be one, we gotta do real work. We got, you know, we gotta we gotta be real honest with ourselves and with each other. Um, and you know, put ourselves put ourselves. I mean, 
when we when, I mean the the monks and the nuns they put themselves in position where they had to wrestle with their demons because they wanted no obstacle to prevent them from getting to the kingdom mm -hmm. and so they went intentionally into the wilderness to struggle oh. I mean the wilderness is right here for us. And if we if we dive into the struggle, we can we can achieve that blessedness as well. Um, we can build beloved community. We can walk the way of love. Um, but it don't matter which diocese agrees to follow or not follow. When we know the church isn't willing to to do that, and and black people want to shy away from having that kind of authority. Hmm. We can't talk like that. We've been conditioned not to talk about authority and having authority over white folks. And what do we do when we have authority over white folks? The first thing we do when we have authority over white folks is comfort white folks. As we talked about last episode, we want comfort white folks to let them know everything is okay. White power will not be disturbed by my blackness. Mm. Mm. It runs deep. And so we spend time comforting white power. And once white power is comforted and they know that we're in our place, white power goes back to doing what white power does. Oh. So how are we intentionally confronting that? Disrupting those systems. Right. Hmm. Lots of work still to do, brother. Amen. A man, a charge to keep, we have a God to glorify, a never dying soul to save, a fitted for the sky. Amen. I guess they're not all going to wrap up neat and and nicely. <laughs> I want more, you know, I want I want more, but it doesn't I don't know what more there is than do it, right? Like we know mutual submission at the very least mutual submission which we haven't been practicing. At the very least mutual submission and and certainly submission to to authority and and we just we don't we're too scared we I, i'm too scared i don't trust it i'm not willing to risk all of my privilege and all of all of the good things that have come to me right all of my comforts all of all of the things that i trust in and that bring me an easy life you know in order to to submit I am my own I am my own god. I am my own idol. Um, at some point, bro, we all are. We are we all are. We we are, man, we are. You know. Um I mean, so 
we continuously we have to intentionally be you know checking ourselves and checking each other and that's the that's the practice right like before right. i get too too despairing right that's what spiritual discipline is right i mean that's what life the the spiritual disciplines of life the the practice of christianity love as a verb means we keep working at this right that we keep trying at it i mean right so it means i keep putting myself out there attached to you and and just see what happens <laughs> nah i'm i i must decrease that you might increase you know, it's a white man's world. Mm. Mm. Right. Yeah. You stand in front. Mm. That's what they told me in Charlottesville. I told you that story, right? Nah. Yeah, I was in the I was in the basement of this church where, you know, we were way well, we had marched from way away from where all the protests to a church that was like right on across the street from where the main statue was. And okay. um and they were holding a perimeter on the at the church parking lot. Um, and someone came to the basement and yelled to all the, or said, to, announced to all the clergy, like, we need like 15 or 20 people to come out and, and stand on the perimeter. Um, because a whole influx of Nazis, neo-Nazis and white supremacists, oh, wow. you know, baseball bat people were walking through. And on my oh, way wow. out, I, I turned to the woman who made the announcement. I said, well, do, you know, do you have any special instructions or anything? And she just looked at me. She was like, you stand in front <laughs> oh wow um okay it was very humbling like okay i, I yes ma'am <laughs> i think i get it right maybe just a little bit more i just got a little bit more in that moment right of that's funny what submission to that authority might look like not even call it that at the time right but submission right. to her authority, right? Submission to the authority of of the needs of my sisters and brothers, you know. Right. Um, yeah, I didn't get it at the time. We'll see. <laughs>